Hello, everybody. Um, and I'm not doing my regular intro, but that's all good. And I have my dear friend, Andrea Mendel, who's with us again. Uh, we missed our meeting last Saturday. My fault. I overslept. Yep. That happens, you know, once <laughs> a while when you go up at five o'clock in the morning and your body's like, okay, my, you're up for 15, 20 minutes. And then she's done and you go, Foop, you're gone like the wind. <laughs> this is what happened. And I'm like, I can't believe you're saying this. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's amazing, right? Authenticity, full, full guys. transparency and here. This is what happened in life, people. You, you know, your body's telling you you need to shut down, so we're gonna make you shut down. Then you want it or not? You wake up past what six o'clock, fifteen to eighteen minutes by six o'clock, where it was the time to be up, and you miss everything, and you're like, oh crap, oh, and you feel so bad. <laughs> like, so. Trooper, can I just celebrate you right now? You're such uh, a trooper. If that was me, I'd be like, <clears throat> nothing happened. This is a, <laughs> this is a perfect podcast. Things, life is perfect. Nothing happened. I haven't missed, you know. <laughs> but like, here you are owning up to everything. Oh, you have to own up to it. And it's oh, quite nice. interesting because, you know, people can relate to it. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to do this. Or, oh, wow, I had an appointment. I miss that happened to me in the past quite often. Well, not quite often, but once in a while, I would miss something and I'm like, how did I do that? How I forgot to show up or I, oh, I had an appointment today. Oh, yeah. What time is it? Oh, crap. I missed it. Like, oh, sorry. No. So I suppose it's uh, my turn now to say that what I've just said to you before. No, before. you don't. You don't have <laughs> to. I'm going to say, I just done the same thing to someone this morning and I feel, oh, I felt awful and she was lovely. So moving on. <laughs> Sometimes it's not the right time, you know. Sometimes it's like, okay, no, that's not the time. Even if you want to meet, it's not the right time. You got to do it a little later. And that's what happened. It's like, oh my goodness gracious. I'm like, come on. I was all pumped up on Saturday, on Friday. I was like, cool. I'm going to talk to Andrea. We're going to do the podcast. I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> Yay, Emma. That's how, it, that's how it rolls. So well, come on. Let's cut ourselves some slack here because, like, we have a huge time difference, right, between us. And but I'm used to do like that. All over the world with all these different nationalities, people yeah, everywhere. And, um, You're so kind. No, I don't have an excuse because I work with Europe and I work with Asia Pacific. So I've been doing it for like over two decades without a problem. But sometimes it's like your body's saying, no, you need to go back to sleep, sister. You need to go back. You need a little bit more. An hour more rest. And this is what I needed. And I felt... I, you know, it just threw a curve and I was mad at myself. And I'm like, how dare you, <laughs> you did that? Oh, you normally you always wake up right on time. And it's like, come on, people. That's not fair. But I feel bad. So I apologize for that. It's like, oh, boy, oh, boy, boy, I feel so bad. <laughs> Thank you so much. And apology absolutely uh, accepted. Let's move on. And yes. can I just say that I had not been well? So now I'm better, but I had like cold sores all over and I was still doing my TikTok videos. Yeah, I'm so cool. I'm so cool. And then <laughs> you're done and about like, oh. <laughs> I need to do another one today, actually. Um, but I slept so much. Good. I just had to sleep so much. I was like yeah. catching up on a lot of, I don't know. Uh, my body was telling me, you know, you need to. And actually my friend said the same thing. It, it must be, well, the, the weather is now like 14 degrees. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, don't even ask. But um, yeah, that's okay. 14 degrees, <laughs> and then it was 
five. So we had yeah. this huge, you know, change of weather attempts. Change yeah. of weather. And, I, and actually I was talking to someone over in Australia, <laughs> lovely lady. And she said, you know what? She said, I just, I do my, like a few very important things in the morning. She said, and then if I really feel like I need a nap, I just do a nap. I have a nap, right? You don't do enough. You have enough. That's right. So yeah, sometimes it's just giving us, giving ourselves permission to do what our body needs. Asking, you know? yeah. Otherwise we have the burnout and the, all that. And is that really worth it? No. No. Yeah. But we do it anyhow until we hit the wall and just like, oh boy, I should have slowed down. My body was telling me no, but I just kept going. It's like, yeah. That's exactly yeah. what you're not supposed to do, <laughs> yeah. but we can be stubborn. Plus there's a change of a uh, clock who's going to change soon. Like next month, I believe March, April, we're changing yeah. to summertime, which is like, really, do we have to continue to do that? People, can we keep, you know, the same hours because now we're going to lose an hour. It's going to be like, oh, come on. So yeah. that's going to be interesting on this one too. That actually doesn't affect me that much. In fact, I, I have to say that usually I don't even notice because now we have our mobile phone. So when you wake up, your mobile phone is yep. updated, isn't it? And so you just go about your business as normal. And I think maybe last autumn, I didn't even realize because all the clocks are, it's not like before, you know, your clock is like back yep. or behind or whatever, maybe. And I don't wear a watch. I don't like watches. So yeah, my mobile phone is the same. Nothing happened. <laughs> well, that's good because I have plenty of clock at home that I have to manually change them. So it's like well, I've been the one in the car. Now this time around with the car I have, the, it's pick it up directly from my uh, phone. But the one I had previous to that, I will never change the clock. So really? I was still in the winter time. I could no, care less. No, 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 I was too lazy. Me. No, it did right. not for me. Like. <laughs> And every time I brought it to the shop for the old change, they will change it for me. I'm like, I never asked you to do that. I said, now I have to come to Adjust. I have to change it again. I'm not changing anything. I just let it be was. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that's coming up soon. Well, we had a storm here. Um, started last Tuesday, snowstorms. And we had, it was worse on Wednesday and Thursday and today's Friday and there is no more snowstorms. So I think we got maybe 18 to 24 inches of snow. What, right now? Yeah, then they fell down within uh, less than three days. Oh. Yeah. How's crazy. your weather on your side? <laughs> As I said, we're like, um, well, it's kind of, I was in a jumper today. In fact, I left my coat at my mom's where it's like a light jacket. Yep. And as I rushed out, I need to go, I need to go. Oh no, my, I left my jacket, you know, behind and I, and I was fine. So it's like just a jumper. I mean, it just nice. comes so quickly. And then soon the flowers, you know, the flowers going to bloom. And I love that. Yeah. I'm looking, really looking forward to spring. I do too. I love spring. So it's beautiful. I love fall because fall for me is creating, I don't know why, but it's feeling the energy of creation. Really? And I love, yeah, yeah. I, for the past several years, and I'm not the only one to do that actually, to go create and set intentions and stuff like that, because the energy is right there and it's, I don't know, I feel it's stronger. So I use a lot of uh, affirmation and creations, co-creation that I do uh, in a fall, September, October, oh, November. Interesting. 
I know. It sounds weird, isn't it? Um, yeah, for me, fall, the most, um, um, how can I say, a strong feeling that I, I have is, is like a very strong pull back to my childhood because mm -hmm. of the chestnuts or conkers. That's right. Oh, so for me, the falling leaves, I don't know why, it takes me back to kindergarten. Okay. And I feel like a sense of, I don't know, like a, when I was a child, it was, I felt safe. It was nice. It's a nice feeling. I see the conkers are falling and they all shiny and it's lovely. And we made like people out of them or something. It, it must have been a very strong Maybe the teacher was nice or kindergarten. I don't know, but for me, fall is is about that. And and of course, the beautiful colors. I don't necessarily feel very um, intentional or active or something. For me, that's definitely spring. It's like oh, it's spring. You <laughs> like go a, crazy. Something <laughs> bunny, you know. Spring, yeah. spring, spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And of course, like well, at the time to fall in love and things like that, right? But whatever. No, I like it. I love, I love spring. It reminds me when I grow up, especially when you're looking at nature and you're looking at the grass, you're looking at the violets, you're looking at the beautiful flowers coming out of the ground. Mm. It brought me back to where I grew up a little bit because we had, it was a village and we were there, we skirt of town on that village. And um, there was a, a little um, spring running uh, along the road and just looking it reminds me that no cars or very barely cars were driving on that little road but it was just so nice it was just like yeah. okay i love that fall here is beautiful the color are amazing uh, on the leaves it's just beautiful but mm. i don't know it's just uh i'm just waiting for spring it's like last weekend you could hear the birds uh, we were outside on a lake with two of the dogs. The other one could not be on a lake because she hurt herself. So she had stitches in her paws. It's like, no, Aww. so she couldn't come. But it was pure ice on the lake. There were no more snow. So imagine you go and the dogs are trying to stop on the ice. They run, run, run. And they're yeah. like, okay, there's no breaks going, people. And I'm watching them I'm like, well, let you run, people, because I'm not chasing after you. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to stay on a patch of snow then there was left on the on the um on the lake well nowadays probably plenty of snow so that should be fine but it was funny to watch them running and I was just I didn't have any of the uh, spike underneath my boots at all because they were at home I'm like oh crap I should have probably had the spike but didn't realize the, the entire uh, snow melted uh, that quickly on and it was just pure ice but it was fun it was fun to watch them running and it's like okay guys you can have fun you are like realizing oh boy we're on pure ice we cannot stop he's like yeah you can't <laughs> watching them going full speed oh well, that's so nice i love snow but we haven't haven't had any it's oh. so it's so warm now the, the, i don't know why the weather changed so much is it is it global warming? <laughs> well, I was talking with a friend of mine, my friend uh, Kamahana yesterday, actually. We, uh, I did a podcast with him. And um, we were talking about weather. And in China, actually, they have, uh, when they, there is no rain, they do um, have some, uh, what do you call it? I forgot the word in English. 
they launch uh, some rockets. Here we go. Uh -huh. Launch some rockets with some whatever chemicals there is in there to provoke the um, the rain. So we were talking about it yesterday because in Hawaii right now they had a torrential uh, rain, which is unusual, and now they are going switching today, I think, or yesterday to very high wind, which doesn't make any sense. And we talked about that, and he said to me, which was very interesting that there is enough balloon that they see in the sky who doesn't make any sense going above them. And it's like, maybe it's China's just spying on you or just doing the weather. But he, we were talking about, yeah, they're probably messing up with the weather right now. I'm like, yeah, that looks like it oh. at some point. But yeah, yeah. China does make uh, rain over there when it's not raining. They do. Really? I've mm -hmm. never heard of that. Yes, they do. They did oh. for years. Really? Yeah. It's not a scam, people. No, they launched uh, rockets into the air into the sky to make it rain and it provokes huh. some of the rains so it's uh -huh. like we're playing god with with the weather and i'm like this is probably not a good idea people playing God. well yeah yeah everything has uh consequences so i don't know yeah so i didn't realize you were not getting snow we got drenched in snow <laughs> we had two minutes a fast a tiny bit fell in the morning and then what well, by the time we went out it was it turned it all turned to slush so it was horrible yeah when i was a child we used to have lots of snow yeah lots and lots mm -hmm. not anymore it just doesn't get cold enough hmm. so we don't get you know it just doesn't go below zero maybe minus one that's it lucky you because you get some more than like minus uh, 20 minus 30 here so i will wow. take the minus one <laughs> Yeah, I suppose. Um, yeah, but, but then, it's like you can always more springtime at that point. <laughs> it's just then and nothing, isn't it? It's not winter for me if there is no snow. It was yeah. okay in Britain because it was normal. You can't, mm -hmm. you don't expect snow in Britain. But when like you're expecting snow, or you know, you have this expectation, and then it's like mm, disappointment. Yeah, um, but it is what it is. I it's know. been like that for years. Mm -hmm. yeah. that's that's interesting i know the weather mm -hmm. has, the pattern has changed a lot uh the same here with tornadoes uh, we had a specific tornado alley um in the u.s and that's been shifting actually which is interesting like from texas to arkansas now it's shifting uh and expanding into the east coast which is weird but yeah mm -hmm. it's very very interesting even i think phoenix got snowed which is very unusual. And it was like, holy crap. So it's like, yeah, it's the, the weather is weird. Yeah. Expect the unexpected. Let's put it this way. So, you know, some of those states who are not used to the snow, uh, I remember that was Georgia. Oh, that was like what? 20, 2017? No, 19, 2019 when they had that huge storm and I knew people who were blocked for over eight hours on a freaking highway. Oh. Yeah. It was a pure disaster. And they could not move nothing. They were stuck on a highway for eight hours. Mm. It's like because when those those states are not used to the snow. So they don't know. And when snow comes, it's like, oh boy. That was so the same in Britain. Like we, we always laughed. Everybody laughed, even the British. Like when one inch falls, that's it. Everything comes to a halt because they don't know <laughs> and, and, it, and it's a joke but it yeah. but literally the pipes burst so mm -hmm. you know my daughter they had the uh, leaky pipes because they burst not really yeah 
and then didn't have to go to school and then uh, everything yeah. stops yeah here here is the first day of snow people don't remember how to drive yeah and after that they remember how to drive i'm like really it's happening right. every year <laughs> you should yeah. know better but yeah no this was very interesting as i said um i had the networking in person to do on tuesday i said no i had to be somewhere else i'm like i'm changing my plans so I said, I'm not feeling like being stuck for two to three hours on the highway for something like that, especially at the time where the event was happening. It's where the snow started. And I'm like, no, because I had to be there for like over two hours. I'm like, no, because I know how the highway is going to work on this one. And I know how people drive. So I'm like, I'm not getting caught on this one. So I went to the other place where I needed to be afterwards. I was over there and I, I, I'm still at that place, actually. And I said, I will be there early with the dogs, making sure we're safe, then um, coming, you know, try to come back and then try to go somewhere else when it's a winter storm at Missouri. I'm like, no, that will not be a safe travel at all. So, yeah. But yeah, very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. So what's new with you? What's new with your the work? What's new with your projects? Because you talk about TikTok, um, how you're doing with TikTok and everything else. So when did we... When did we meet? When was the first podcast? Oh, it was like over a month ago. Over a month ago. Mm -hmm, January. So right around that time, I don't know exactly when, maybe it's the five weeks ago I got a new client. Mm -hmm. And then yesterday I, I um, just signed up a new client. So I'm really, really super excited uh, because I'm getting more and more clients. And um, yep. And um yeah, I'm very excited for 2023. I finished that productivity course that I was doing when we met. I was still doing that maybe. With Sajad? Yeah, with Sajad. Mm -hmm. So I'm, where I'm at now is I am adjusting to life, you know, because the program was the program, but it's you cannot just carry on and do exactly the same way, you know. Um, so I'm adjusting a little bit um, so that I can make this a long-term thing. Um, so that's what's happening now and uh, I'm still active on LinkedIn um, obviously um, yeah I've been doing TikToks I actually do like I try to do like a month maybe that's what I'm gonna do like for a month I'm posting uh, videos about idioms and then I'm gonna do another month of something else and then another month uh, maybe that's the plan but we'll see good well that yeah. sounds good that sounds fun what else is happening um yeah, I've got some, actually, I've taken on a couple of other clients um, just for now, um, but they, they're different. It's a preparation for exam, um, but they, people that I worked before and maybe, you know, some, their children or something that yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, I will do that because blah, blah, but yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. It seems like everything is doing very well. I'm so happy for you. It's awesome. It's great. Um, and I'm glad uh, Sajad's program works very well as well. So it looks like it pushed you to do something and get out of your box. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the overthinking and, you know, taking action. I actually, sometimes I have to pinch myself because on some on some level or some specific things, I had the breakthrough and there is no relapse. So literally it's just... Um, Moving forward. Yeah. With other things, I see that 
okay, I need to stay strong and keep practicing what I've learned, you know, because not everything is like, yeah, you know. Habits. And we have a tendency to go back to our old habits yes, too. Exactly. That's the deal. With some, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But with some stuff, it, it's absolutely like, yeah. And I'm also practicing my boundaries, um, healthy boundaries, right? And putting, putting, or, having healthy boundaries and communicating my healthy boundaries in a loving way. That's a challenge. <laughs> Sometimes. I, know, that's, I, I agree with you. It is a challenge uh, when you, you have to set those boundaries and have people respecting them. It takes time. Uh, and people sometimes will play the game for five minutes and go back and say, no, you have to nicely nudge them and say, no, my boundaries. So yeah, it, it does take time, but it's worth it at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I, I actually, yes, I enjoy it. Um, and somebody posted yesterday about uh, victim mentality. And I used to have victim mentality big time. But um, I think most of it has gone. And even if it does come back, I just go, there is a door. <laughs> I show it the door. That's where you can leave. I, I no longer do, you know, the victim mentality. And um, I actually um, notice this victim mindset or mentality in others now because mm -hmm. I have been there, you know, so it helps um, to recognize it. It helps to mm -hmm. it helps to have compassion with others. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna name names. I'm not. Gonna no, you go, don't. We don't. You know, names. like we don't need it. But I have people who are obviously in my life and huge. You know. Yeah. And How all the time. React. And all yep. the time. And then yeah, you cannot. You can tiptoe, but yeah, because it's their stuff, isn't it? So yes, that monkey the circus. And doesn't matter what I do, I can keep my mm -hmm. boundaries, but yeah. you know. So it's just one of those things. I always said it's their monkeys, their circus. That's it. Like I said yesterday, I was talking with somebody because I was looking for contracts and somebody came up with the contracts and there was one or the person wanted to argue with me about um that was what the PM and the PMP certification. I'm like, I'm a PM certified, so it's the same thing as a PMP. The guy started to argue and I said, you know what? Here's the deal. Or you take it or you leave it. All right. I don't care. I'm not here to argue. Or we move forward with it or we don't. You let me know. And the guy got a little feisty and I repeated very firmly and I said, I don't care. We move mm -hmm. forward with it or we don't. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Then I heard from him afterward. I'm like, I don't care. You know, if if you're arguing with me for stupid things that is not need to be arguable, that's fine. But don't push me. Uh -huh. wasn't the right time yesterday to push me and i'm like i'm not taking this all right i'm like come on don't waste my time you take it or you don't but don't make a big fuss that's all it's like yeah it's that easy yeah, having that need to create drama isn't it exactly it's like people into it exactly and somebody that i didn't even know because it was a recruiter actually and i just put my foot down immediately i'm like i'm not taking any crap from anybody right now today is not the right day and i'm like no like whatever i said that's okay yeah. i will get another contract i'm not worried it's fine move along <laughs> don't argue with me don't give me this i don't want to hear it move on or not 
it's easy for people to say, yeah, we do it. No, we don't. But don't tiptoe and like you say, bring the drama mm -hmm. in and mm -hmm. like, I don't care. It's easy. Yes or no. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There is no in between here. Yeah. But yes, it was, it was very, as I said yesterday, it was like, I'm not taking this. No, no, no. My, my, my cup is full. <laughs> so we're flowing off crap. I don't need this. So move along. Like, yeah. You know, if you deal with business, if you being uh, decisive, it's not like, don't make it a gray area. Just say so. Yes or no. That's it. There is no, mm -hmm. maybe I don't know. Or no. Yes or no. Work doesn't work. Fine. This used to be a, a very difficult for me because of boundaries, right? In even in, well, it doesn't matter what you know in business. In what or it is, yeah. But uh, I learned, uh, and actually, Sajad's program was very good as well because he helps you with that, like specific things, right? So I I uh, drew up an agreement about my program, for example, and sometimes you know. You get that one person who is trying to control or change and i'm like why are you doing that i don't understand i don't understand so but i i stay i stayed um polite and i said okay can i please ref can i please ask you to refer back to the agreement everything yeah. is there, black and yeah. white and, yeah. gonna, and we are going to stick to that Yes. So when, once we are in the program, we are not going to change the program mm -hmm. uh, because you agreed to doing this program. So if I start changing this, I knew that, you know, I would, there be, would be no end pulled, to it. I'd be yes. pulled left, right and center. Yeah. So yeah. and then I managed to communicate and actually it's fine. It's a question I, of communicating and making it very clear to people. Do yeah. not toy with this. You sign it, you go for it. But we're but not going to be changing have, yeah. Otherwise, you would have been changing every 15 minutes. It would turn you crazy. And at the end, they will not get the result they wanted because they want a specific result. Don't change the program. You know what you're doing with your business. Follow the path. People mm -hmm. have a tendency, some of them, not everybody, but some people have a tendency to just say, well, you know, I'm going to like the person did to you. I'm going to go for this, but mm, I don't like it. I want to change because I think I know better. It's like, no, relinquish your control. Let the person do their work because they will take you where you need to be. Stop trying to control the situation when, in mm -hmm. fact, they have to follow, learn to follow and trust the process. Trust the person because you will get the result you need at the end of the day. It's like, stop your control, people. Stop controlling everything. <laughs> you cannot control yeah. everything. Trust me. And as I said, it's so amazing mm -hmm. because I used to, I didn't, I don't think... I actually had any boundaries when I was younger. <laughs> I'm That's just going to say yeah. that now. Yeah. And then okay. what would happen is that I would take and I take and I would take and then I would explode. Yeah. And everybody would be like, What, what is wrong with her? Yeah, what is wrong with her? Why are you shouting? <laughs> Why are you in it? And then I would just lose it. Yeah. And I didn't realize that because yeah. I I had been, you know, just yeah. push, push, push. But push, I didn't push. even, you know, Emma, I didn't even know the word boundary. I mean, how a lot of people don't, because when you're a pleasing person who wants to please everybody, you don't know how to set your boundary because people come to you and you're like, okay, sure, I can adapt, I can do this and that. And it comes like they walk all over your faces and you don't realize that. And they take out, take out, take out. And it's like, that's not what I wanted to do to start with. That's not what I wanted to give to start with, but they don't care. It's like you have to teach people in order for them to respect you to set those boundaries. Otherwise, you're not being respected. That's all. It's like, 
they're going to walk all over your face and and you're going to sound like the crazy lunatic like you said who explode one day and like, what is wrong with her but that's the fight to be the people pleaser i know yeah. that's but i think it's also um the culture where we come from mm-hmm. because and all obviously my family because right now i'm thinking i'm sitting here and i think um you know what happened today tell your story i had to what? take my mother's mobile phone into a place called no names doesn't matter a mobile phone place right so i walked in lady was really nice she helped me actually um yeah solve the problem great but then i went to the toilet and then i come back i needed to ask another very quick question so and then there was a man in front of me and you could see that something was brewing <laughs> so then he 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 grabbed his uh, plastic bag the customer it was full like you know boxes box of uh, phone in a box or something i don't know and he he just dropped it on the counter on the counter well it was like a small table and there was yeah. this girl and yeah. and what was amazing to me obviously having lived in britain uh for 25 years is that the two um people there the telephone people or whatever do you call them they didn't say anything they they were shocked and this guy just kept uh, you know like using abusive language and everything and he's like yeah, and then he turned around and then he came back but he that would have not been accepted in britain they would have never it, it's just i don't know it was really weird and then i thought ah i understand why people are so defensive because this this happens all the time you know this kind of this behavior is, and i said i couldn't help it i said to the lady you should have a, a sign that says we don't allow abusive behavior you have this sign everywhere in britain on buses and everywhere it's like don't even try because you're not going to be tolerated <laughs> and in hungary it's like hey <laughs> You know, well, you know, I do understand why he came probably frustrated because he maybe before he showed up in the store, he probably tried to talk on the phone with those people. And, you know, here in the U.S., I can guarantee uh, I'm with T-Mobile and I don't care. I give the name up and loud. However, it, it was T-Mobile, very... actually. Exactly. See, here we go. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you the story because I kind of feel what he felt. Um, and that's probably what's happening to him. It happened to me in the past and a lot of customers, actually. You go to a store for if you try to get somebody on the phone and they did it to me it was so, so, so frustrating. You get people who are from and not, nothing against people from India, but they, they outsource it to people in India. They are not capable to resolve the issues, but they're going to get you on the phone for two hours at least. OK, mm-hmm. not five minutes, two hours. You don't get the service you need. You don't get the result you need. They do things completely different than what you ask for. And that happens to me. So you want to go to a store where you can to talk to talk to somebody on the front of you. Okay. Mm-hmm. The people in the store are extremely limited. They can do practically nothing for you. You always have to call the number. Mm-hmm. So I understand this gentleman because I can guarantee he probably had the frustration that I had go to the store and being told that he could not get help. He had to call those guys back. And I will not be surprised. This is what happened to him. And it is so frustrating to talk to people who don't give a crap and i lost my crap on the phone 
I hang up in their faces. I said, I have enough of you people. You cannot help me. And the people are insisting, but we, and they're reading a script, which is worst, but they don't give you the result, the result to resolve the issues. And every time I went to the store, I went in there a few times and they said, we're sorry, we don't have the capability to help you here. You have to call. And I'm like, shit, no shit. Fuck that. I'm like, no way. And I don't want to call because it's so horrible. They don't resolve it. And that's what happened with T-Mobile. So I, I, can, I understand him because I have been in that position a few times. And it's very frustrating when Sprint wasn't purchased by T-Mobile. I got better results with those guys. But with T-Mobile, their customer service sucks. And you have to call. You cannot go to a store. It's limited. They cannot do much in the store. I wanted to... A few years ago, a couple of years ago, uh, somebody told me, and I didn't realize I had two phones. And I asked them, I said, he said to me, he said, well, you should have your two phone numbers on the one phone. You don't need to have two phone, actually. But because I was print, they said, no, we can't. But T-Mobile, you have to change and you have to cancel all of them. You have to pay this, that, and that in order to go on T-Mobile. And T-Mobile will be able to do that. So they never did the merger they were supposed to do when the pandemic went. You will think like a bunch of idiots. It's a rollout. You could merge those two companies. No, they finally did it. I finally received a thing a couple of weeks ago. Oh, you're finally part of T-Mobile. I'm like, really? Bunch of idiots. You could have done that. That implementation could have been done remotely in 2019, 2020. They delay it. So I couldn't get the full services. When I went to the store, I asked those guys, they attempted on a several, they attempted several times. I said, no, you need to call and see with the, what they can do. We cannot do it here. I'm like, so I shut down one of my line, paid the rest of what I own for the phone, one of the phones. Really? So the phone is fully paid. Then I called those guys and I asked them, you know, before I shut down everything, that specific phone. I asked them and I spent over two to three hours with them. They were incapable to give it to me. I'm like, I have enough. I have totally enough with this. So it's difficult to work with companies that don't give a crap because T-Mobile don't give a crap over their customers. I'm going to say that up and loud because they should have the stores with more capability to help clients. Uh -huh. You have a face-to-face it's easy. They can resolve issues. They used to do that in the past. Now you call a 1-800 number and you end up with somebody overseas who's reading um, a stupid script and they cannot help you. So you waste minimum two hours on the phone with them. And I have done that several times. And I love T-Mobile because I love the, uh, I got the internet with them. I got a bunch of stuff that I love it. However, the customer service are awful. So I feel for the gentleman because I have been in his shoes. And the worst part, when you go to a store and they tell you, we're sorry, we cannot help you. Good luck to call mm -hmm. them. When the employee is telling you that, you know, it's bad news. So I feel for him because that's probably something you could not resolve it in a store and he had to call. Yeah. However, his behavior was still, you know, He's, you know a little bit oh. So here's what I want to say on this line. one. I, I understand his frustration. I totally understand his frustration. I've been extremely frustrated, extremely angry. And I told people on the phone, I said, I'm sorry, I'm not angry at you, but your process totally sucks. You don't know how to run things. And uh -huh. I said it up and loud to them. I said, you totally suck. I said, this needs to change. I said, I'm not angry at you. I'm angry at the process and the wasting my time right now. Mm -hmm. him, I understand what most people do when they get angry, especially when you hope somebody can physically help you and they can't. 
why you got that root. I understand the frustration because I've been there. I have kept my um, my anger, even though I was very dry cut. But I told people, I said, I am angry not at you, but the situation. And I said, I don't understand why you guys cannot do this, which is stupid because you could help me. But they cannot because this is the policy of T-Mobile and that sucks. So I, I know it's not the behavior, you know, for people who have not been there and understood how horrible it is to be bounced around and not even being helped. And you have to call people who don't have a clue how to help you. It's horrible. Yeah. I, I, even have, I have somebody who we ask for something, even T-Mobile. Okay. So I call from my phone. And T-Mobile is going to love me for that. I'm keeping this. What I'm saying here, people, I'm keeping it. So I don't care. But, uh, and it's Emma talking, not Andrea. All right. So you don't go after Andrea, you can go after me. The um, So somebody was supposed to have their phone, again, T-Mobile, but um, they had to pay on a monthly basis. They had a, a different program. So I, we called from my phone, okay, to get the phone restarted and paid off on the other side for the monthly fee for the line. The lady uh, was from here, from the U.S. Uh, it was in the evening. And I asked her, I said, could you make sure that uh, the bill doesn't go to my phone, but the specific phone? Oh, yes, I can do that. Blah, blah, blah. No problem. Okay. I found it weird. I didn't say a thing. I'm like, I have a feeling she screwed it up with a big F. Well, guess what she did? Instead of putting the money to pay for the $40 for that phone line, she put it on my account. Oh, she was incapable to pay the things that we asked for for the specific phone. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? So the next day, because we tried the phone, I said, oh, this is going to take a little bit, blah, 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 to, you know, restart it. And okay, next day I'm like, okay, let's, let's do it from your phone. We did it from the phone. But it's like, it was ridiculous. It was like, what is wrong with you, lady? We give you the phone number, you pull the account, but somehow over the rainbow, you charge the other account. How dare you, lady? Mm. Same thing. It's like, should not happen, but did. So, yeah, I understand, you know, I what I don't forgive people, it's not forgive, but what I don't uh, re- agree with is because I used to work in retail a long time ago, and I used to be on overnight as well. So I did overnight, uh, and I witnessed enough people who came angry to a store, to the store. And even if they had nothing against the clerk, they would go after the person to release their anger. Yeah. Because they came angry, somebody something pissed them off, and they had to find um uh, uh, an outlet. Uh-huh. Yes, thank you, an outlet. outlet. Yeah. And they would find the person, the clerk from the store. And yeah. that person had nothing to do with it mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And that that to me, I found it extremely rude. And I'm like, if you don't know how to deal with your stress, then you need to find a way to release it in a way that you don't go to a specific store and ask for one thing or and go and release your entire anger yeah. to a person who has nothing to do with your actually in your initial issue. I, yeah. And I think in, I think uh, a lot of people are very angry and upset and carry, mm-hmm. you know, things uh, deep within. So I don't know what happened today in that store, but uh, it was quite... Uh... I will say the poor gentleman had to experience what I experienced in the past. That's why I do not want to call T-Mobile. If there is a problem, I'm avoiding this like, quote unquote, hell. Sorry, people. But this is the poor customer service. They need to 
I'm a problem solver. So for me, I'm like, you need to train your people and the processes you've got, you should, first of all, allow some of the stuff that can be fixed very easily from the store to be able those guys to do it. Because I, I've been to a couple of times to the same store and they, you see them frustrated because they want to help the clients, the customers, mm -hmm. but they mm -hmm. can't because they don't have the authorization to do it. And mm -hmm. to me, it's like, why would you not authorize those guys to be able to do it? Because AT&T, you can go to any AT&T store. And I've done that when I worked for a company who had their all of their mobiles and stuff like that at AT&T. I would go to the store and get everything done. If there was an issue with the connection, if I needed to redo something, a plan or anything like that, I could go to the store, talk to them, say who I am, blah, 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 take my ID, verify that I work for that company, blah, blah, blah. I was um, a person who had the admin authorization to do that. And several times I went to the store and resolved it. And there was no issue. They were able to do it. But for mm. some unknown reason, T-Mobile doesn't do that. And I'm like, why would you not allow those people to be able to do that? Because it will help everybody else's. It will make yeah. life easier. Mm. So I don't know. It's It's been very weird. So I feel for the poor gentleman who left with this bag and it's like, oh, my goodness gracious. I feel for you, buddy. I, I don't feel, know what happened there, but I actually, feel better. Yeah, I feel better because I'm like, OK, it's not only in the US, it's yeah. everywhere else. Thank you. But, uh, yeah. Um, but actually, my issue was resolved very quickly. And Good. that was also weird because I was expecting it to be more difficult. And I was actually expecting them to to ask me for a, like, a, what do you call it? A permission, you know, signed by two people. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, oh, it's crazy. The bu bu bureaucracy here is crazy. But actually, it's going to be resolved very quickly. So I was super happy. Uh, it took like five minutes to just explain what I needed to do. But then Good. I was, yeah. So I was, yeah. Yeah, I because I did pray before I went. Good. See, here we go. You pray before you went. The poor gentleman probably did that. not. But I said, every time I ask for something, I go to the store, I know I have to call. So I'm not, I'm not calling. <laughs> I yeah. But point. believe me, since I moved back to Hungary many times, um, but again, and I was, I'm a firm believer in this, that if you have the right mindset, you know, and um, even if you I was have very it. frustrated, I was very frustrated when I moved back here because I compared Hungary to Britain. And, and then I realized yeah. it does not work. Yeah. So then one day I thought, okay, I'm going to think about myself like a foreigner. I'm, I'm going to think about myself as a foreigner, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm actually not Hungarian. I'm not from here. <clears throat> that helped a little bit. But also, even today, when I went into T-Mobile, I, I first, I kind of made sure I had the right mindset. Mm -hmm. I put the smile on. I, I became humble, even more humble, because before I would have had the wrong... Um, Attitude? Not attitude, uh, yes. So she would Energy. say something and I would mm -hmm. react. So yep. I reacted because I'm like, my original attitude would be, why do you do things this way? Why do mm -hmm. you do, you know, I had that already, the preconception and stuff. So that needed to go. Yeah. Because I realized that I'm making peace. my own life, yeah. you know, difficult. Yep. Things are, things are the way, they are, they're not going to change just because of me, because Andrew Amanda moved back and you know, <laughs> let's change things. Yeah. 
So they're not going to change, right? No. And so it's, I need it to change. And it's the perception, yes, because I always said, and you, you're right on this one, it's all about the energy you're projecting. So if you go somewhere in a more peaceful manner, yeah. that's what I used to do, actually, and I have to go back in there as well, going with a more peaceful way, come mm -hmm. with an open heart and even ask, you know, whomever spirit I'm going to meet, I'm going to send them their blessing. I'm here to come in peace and to be yeah. helped. And then the attitude, the people are more helpful. But some days, you know, it's the apprehension to know what kind of circus is going to show up again. And you're like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. So it's very hard to, you know, when you know things are going to come and not the right way, you're like, oh. Well, yeah. About three weeks ago, was it four weeks ago, I actually walked out of a, uh, like an office. Let's just call it an office where they deal with paperwork. And so because I walked out, um, she wasn't going to be able to help me and she was huffing and puffing and all she had to do was help me, was to help me fill out some paperwork, which was very difficult for me. Didn't even know some of the words because I don't know some of the official words in Hungarian. I, um, afterwards, I realized that she, she was just, she wasn't sure how to help me, right? And then as I stormed out of the building, I, I just stopped in the middle of the street and I thought, oh my God, now I have to go and travel to the capital, which is an, it's going to be an hour and a half there, an hour and a half back and go to the central place. Wow. So that's what I did. But once I actually got to the end of myself and then did that, the um, issue was resolved super fast. So it was like, it was like almost like a miracle to me because I thought, okay, I should have done this in the first place. It took me like weeks and maybe mm -hmm. months because I was very stubborn about some of my attitude or mindset yeah. here. And then when I thought, okay, I give up, I need to do this, you know, whatever. Then literally within like seven days, I got the papers back and yeah, it was amazing. So that was a huge lesson for me. Um, but yeah, we just have to accept sometimes the situation and, and, and I think compassion helps as well. Like it just, yeah. <laughs> it, it does help. But, and, but again, when you're faced with different challenges and sometimes when you feel like you're speaking, <sighs> to an empty space and nobody can help you for, like you said frustration can come very quickly in trying to convey because i think the worst the worst part with t-mobile is also the language barrier um when you have people who are offshore like in india some of them do understand but some don't and sometimes the language barrier can be a very uh, big factor on trying to resolve your issue because they don't understand and they are going by their script. And it's like, no, you, this is not what I ask. And you try to explain and it's so challenging too. So sometimes mm -hmm. it's it depends what you're being faced uh, with. You know, it's like, oh my goodness gracious. I'm like, I need a cocktail before I need to call. <laughs> yeah, it's the same in Britain. <laughs> yeah, same. So um, I can't remember actually which company I was with in Britain. Uh, well, the free, it is called free. And I wanted to get back some of the money because I said to them, you know, I've moved to another country, so could you just do it as a goodwill gesture? 
nah, mm -mm. no, they weren't having it. I had to pay all the way yeah. um, because you're just a number. They don't really care anymore. Yeah. So I was like quite upset because it was like 13 pounds a month. And I, and that was a lot of money, you know, yeah, for me at the time. It is. It's still. Sorry, and so they on. just, yeah, it is. And um, I had been their customer for years, but it doesn't matter. And that's the worst. That's the worst part when your customer they had the script. Yes. They had the script. So they kept repeating the script. You know, very politely, like, da, 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 this is what you can do. This is what we're not able to do. So I was like, yeah. Okay. And then I was like, went venting, you know, but but in the end, I had to give up and and um, pay, pay the rest of the money. And that's it. Yeah, the only thing they want is their money. Yeah, it's like whatever you do, whatever you said, it's like they don't care. So yeah, it's it's very frustrating and the non-understanding. And yeah, you're you're part of it. You're not part of it. Who cares? It's like really. It's like okay, I understand who you are. We'll never come back to you. That's just fine by me. <laughs> it wasn't like it. that before. I think. Like you know, this is the problem 20... when they grow. So. What, what the problem that uh, I have seen in the past is like the same with Sprint. I love Sprint because they were, you could talk to people, you could, you have an issue, you had the people talking to you right away, everything went fine. But T-Mobile is so big. Um, this is a billion dollar company and it becomes a factory because their processes, the way they do things it's non-existent for the customers and it, you, you you're like you said with free you're just a number at the end of the day oh they acknowledge you've been there for 15 20 years and you've been their customers and they love you but when it comes down to you know that's the problem when you grow too big too fast with their merger mm -hmm. and acquisition their processes the way they do business within the customer service with everything lost it's lost in that big black hole and that's a problem. They should look at, again, as I said, they should go back into the stores and look and give better authorization for people in the stores because we want to talk to the customers. We want to be face-to-face -face with, with them. And um, you don't have that anymore. I said, it's too limited. If they were changing their mind and really tailored to their customers, the experience will be 10 times better. But it's not. Mm. It's they, they don't see it on the top of the food chain. They don't see it. And that's what they're, they're losing. They're losing the, the touch with their customers. And they don't care because T-Mobile is one of the biggest one right now with AT&T. So there's like, there's only two big one right now, AT&T and T-Mobile. That's it uh -huh. in the US. Uh -huh. It used to be yeah. more than that. Like I said, we had to have Sprint. You had Verizon. Oh yeah, Verizon still exists. I forgot Verizon. But it was about maybe 10 companies. Now it's now two, three. That's it, because they buy mm. each other's. I remember when they tried to take over a Sprint, um, the feds didn't want them to merge, which I was like, yeah, don't make them merge. But they agree for the merger because it will. it's removing the competition at this point. So that's mean then if it's only three big companies, they will decide to do the price they want to do, and that's it. And you, you're left with nothing left. So... For me, it's like, yeah, when you grow that big, even in your practice, dear Andrea, remember that's what a conversation today. Make sure you get your processes and keep your think... staff to the client. Oh, don't say it, don't say it. I'm not at so. risk of that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but keep this in mind because when you grow, sometimes people forget and they forget to look back and say, okay, we're growing uh, exponentially right now. 
let's see what our process is here. Let's see how we do things with our clients and adjust. But they don't. They're like, I don't care. It's like your number. We just want to do the acquisition. We want to, to merge everybody together. We want this and that, and that's it. But it's like, where is your customer service? If it's offshore, you need to train the people better. Okay. Mm-hmm. You need to, your script needs to change. Because if it's a simple issue, then they can go to the offshore. They can be resolved. But it's a different one, then it needs to be escalated to somebody else's. But the way they do it, that reminds me when I was working for a corporation here. And they will, they will have tiers one. So you try to tell them the, the issue, they try to fix, but you know they cannot fix it. They're going to move you to tier two. So you have to wait three to four hours at least to get somebody else's. Then again, you have to repeat your story again. They cannot oh. fix it because you know that. So they go to the next level, which is the person who's on site. Okay. Uh-huh. One year I had enough to go around and around and around. So I kept repeating to those guys. I want to talk to my people here on site. I want to talk to my people on site. I want to. And I said that for about 20 minutes before they finally send it to the person on site who could resolve my issue because I know that I didn't want it to waste three to four hours or an entire day to happen to me for something, something they could not fix because they were incapable mm-hmm. to fix it. It was supposed to be an IT person from where I was in a building. But I had to do that. Mm. So every time I call them for 20 minutes, I want to talk to my IT here. I want to talk to my IT here. I want to talk to my IT here. That sounded crazy. You could have passed by my cube and said, she's nuts. Well, the nuts one for 20 minutes to say that, I finally got it. Finally got the ticket. Yeah. It was crazy. I'm like, think about how they do things. It's ridiculous because they think, you know, those companies think they make it better, but it doesn't. It's like you make it worse. (laughs) Like the customer experience is a nightmare. (laughs) So think about that when you grow your company and you're going to get people helping you and supporting you, or you get higher, you hire other individuals who are going to do what you're doing. Make sure your customer. Yeah. Think about that. Make sure your customer service and the customer experience is there. They get the same quality and being able to talk to somebody who's capable to resolve or get them answers, but not make them run around a story where you have to explain to another person and another person and another person. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that when you go to a customer service or call somebody and then you have to explain this, the situation and they transfer you to somebody and you have to re-explain this over and over and over? This is what it's like. I think <laughs> where I worked, Max and Spencer's, for 10 years, um, we had great customer service. So in a way, I measure everyone to their customer service, yeah. you know, especially because I, I gave service and I knew, yes. you know, how... I, um, my attitude was, even if I serve 1000 cappuccinos a day, every single cappuccino should have, you know, the, the amount of froth. And so I had a colleague, for example, who was quite happy to send the cappuccino out that had no froth on it at all. And, you know, like three pound a pop, um, I'm like, oh, that's terrible. Because I want to please every single customer, you know. But some well, you want to make like the that. same. Ex- this she is just the... want it to be fast because they exactly. want it to be fast. Yeah. And she's like, "Well, if they want us to be fast, then I don't care about the quality of the cappuccino." But then I can't be like that because if I had a cappuccino like that, you know, I mm-hmm. would be very upset. 
I know, and that's, that's what that's the, the customer experience. What you're trying to do is replicate everything you do because you want the customers to have a good experience. You cannot please everybody, but I think if you can repeat that, it doesn't matter if the person says, well, you need to go faster. I say, I will not go faster. I want the quality to be there. And it takes a little bit of more time. Guess what? The customer will come back. If you don't yeah. give them what they want, they're not going to come back. They're going to be upset. I will return and say, this is not what I asked for. Why is my yeah. frosting in there? Why is the frost? But yeah. I, I understand. And I like the fact that you have seen great customer service. So that gives you the idea for your business. And when you're going to expand, then you will continue to have that great customer service because the experience, the customer experience is a key for people to come back and continue to purchase your services or product. Whomever you are listening to us right now will uh, will understand you cannot ignore your customers. You, you have to treat them better. And if it doesn't work, well, call me. I will show you how it works. I can make it work for you because seriously, I have seen big companies, you know, those billion dollar you know, companies. I, yeah. You know, I love that idiom, cut, cut corners. Oh. And we've been, we've, been, we've been practicing it. And actually a client of mine this week, and I, I made a post today. Um, he used three idioms, not one, not two, but three idioms in one meeting. And he was so happy. And one of them was cut corners. And, but when you give customer service, when in your customer service, you know, cutting corners is, is, uh, is, not, is not good. No. Shortcuts I mean, it's, are never good. Cutting corners are never good because what happened then instead then thinking you got the easier road and the shortest one, you created the longest one because guess what? Karma will come back and make you bite it in the rear end because what you think you did it cool and good and whatever, not going to happen. It makes it a yeah. bit harder. You don't cut corners. People are going to notice. Mm -hmm. So what we did in Max and Spencer's, we, we were taught to um, have a little discussion not to rush the pe people through the ca the yep. hill so much, yeah. you know. But then when you went over to Lido, um, it was like <laughs> no talking. <laughs> and I really noticed the difference, you know, for example, um, they were all about speed uh, mm -hmm. in Lido, you know, fast, 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 in and out. Whereas where I worked at Marks and Spencer's, it was about the relationship with the customer. And it was very nice. Um, yeah. But yeah. obviously things change. So even my suspenses over the years, they've changed a lot because things do change over the, you know, over the years. But yes, um, yeah. But it's as for you and your business and for people listening to us, if you have a company that is growing very, very fast, take the time to stop and looking at how you're doing your customer service, how you're responsive and how you help. Because when people like, you know, like the experience of T-Mobile, sorry, guys. Um, I've been with them for over two decades, so I'm like, mm. but you, when you get a good customer service, people will continue and spread the word. They will want to call you by. They want that a good experience, but if it's a nightmare, well, nobody wants to call if there is a problem or they will switch. What you want is to keep your customer loyal and the loyalty come with a good customer service. You don't have to be a carpet to the customers, but you have to provide good services. Yeah. And company when they grow don't really look at that much and that's the problem as like you said market spencer change as they continue to evolve but every company grows so things are going to change uh, but you can still give good customer service without using shortcut or cutting corners and provide um you know 
um, the right answers to them and send and make them spend. I said, when you go to talk to T-Mobile on the phone, it's like two hours minimum. Like be prepared, people. You got nothing else better to do. Call T-Mobile. It's just like, it's, when you start, you don't realize. And after that, you hang up. It's like two hours and a half on the phone. Right? Are you serious? I'm like, holy crap, for one simple issue. But find a way when if you have a brick and mortar store, and if you have an online store, then people you can call, then give more uh, options for the uh, physical store to do more things for the client because they want that customer service, that face-to-face, they understand somebody on the phone. That to mm-hmm. me, the customer service face-to-face is 10 times better than the phone. Hmm. I don't know. That's how I feel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It depends with me. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm with a smaller company right now, and so far I'm I'm happy um, with everything. But it, yeah, it was an adjustment. Um, yeah, customer it's, service. I know that's one thing, and you know that for your business. But that's what the, the biggest key. This is how people come back: is the experience they have, is the voice of the customers. If they had a bad experience, then they're not going to come back to you unless they don't have a choice. Yeah. So that's the problem. If they have a choice, they will go somewhere else because they want a different experience. And even with me, who have been there for over twenty years, something like that. I'm at the point where I'm like, do I have to go back to uh, Verizon? I don't want to. AT&T, I don't want to deal with AT&T, but I'm like, well, might in the long run, I will probably leave because if I cannot get, you know, walk into a store and get things resolved, then I have to spend my time on the phone. I'm not a huge fan of it. So I don't know. It's Mm -hmm. like, it depends on the service. It depends what I want to do, but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. those companies have to change the way they do things and really look at the, the voice of the customers. Because it's easy to, you know, when you go to a supermarket, you always have the voice of the customer. So you have um, upstairs when people don't see it, uh, you have your voice of the customers where you have to reach 95% of happy customers when their feedbacks are there uh-huh. and the response and this and that. So you're being monitored and checked on what, you know, you do for the week. Yeah. And if you the goal, that's good. If you don't, then you're in doo-doo trouble. But this is the kind of things that, you know, people at the end, when you get your receipt, you have a phone number where you can call and do a survey, how you felt the store was, if it was clean, yeah. if cashier was yeah, responsive. That's right. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of things they can, you know, they will talk about or they do it directly on site if somebody is really upset and they will say, okay, I need to talk to the store manager or director and need to have a conversation with, oh, if somebody did something extra good, you can stop by and say, oh, can I uh, leave a note as a feedback? So it gives the idea and, and the, I would say the temperature for the week, uh, how things have been going well or not within the store. And it changed from week to week, but it's always monitored. So you know how you perform. However, when you're talking on those big uh, companies, uh, then you only can talk to them on the phone. It's a little bit harder unless they do a survey. Some big company do a survey at the end and you can stay for a minute and their customer service, actually, I love them. Like, uh-huh. Uh, Discover or even Amazon uh, here in the US. I love their customer service because uh, they are more responsive, very quick, and it's straight to the point. So you Mm -hmm. can, uh, on Amazon, I like you can go in there and just put, okay, I want you explain your problem. And you said, I want to call back. Within five minutes, somebody called you back. They already know the problem because it's already listed. So they know what the deal is and Uh you can get it resolved right away. 
then uh -huh. I love it. It's like, oh, you can go online and get this done very quickly. Call me back. I'm good. You don't have to chase after them. I appreciate yeah. that. Discover, um, I always talk to their customers. So when I talk to the customer service, the same thing. Do you have somebody who is not offshore, but in the US, so it's Colorado, wherever, because we do have some, uh, in a, some states have um, call centers and you get an answer right away. You get helped, but the manner they're doing it is more connecting to people. It's not like you feel your number. When they talk yeah. to you, if you like, you're talking from human to human. And to yeah. me, it makes a huge difference in customer service. Yeah. Don't read their script. They listen to your issue. Maybe there is a script, but the way they are doing it doesn't feel like they're reading a script. This is the most frustrating part of it is when they're reading the script. And like, I feel for them, you know, it's like you, you've been told, so you have to do your script and you have to turn your pages. It's like, hmm. <laughs> it's hard. So when you speak to people, when you speak to customer service in Amazon, is it, are they um, native speakers or are they? It's both. It depends on the well, time you're calling it. So if you oh, call right, at really? night, you will get people offshore. But when I talk offshore. to people early in the morning or during the afternoon, I get somebody who's local here. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't you're... do Amazon in Hungary because it's, I don't know. They, I think you can do it, but um, yeah, it's everything's changed. What I used to do, how I used to do things in Britain, it's different now. Yeah, because Amazon in Europe, I remember that because I used to order a bunch of stuff in Europe for my sister and I called a couple of times their number because here I couldn't resolve the issue. And when I talked to them, the person was from Morocco. So it's North Africa. Uh, they're offshore oh. or in North Africa, actually. Right. Mm -hmm. but they were pretty good actually they, the person resolved the things and i yeah. needed they, uh -huh. for me the, the way they're training their people has been very good this is why you see the quality this is why sometimes it's like you know what big billion dollar company why don't you look at discover why don't you look at amazon and how they train the people because who if is, they who were discovered who are they discover is a credit card Ah, okay. Discover credit card. Right. So those guys, the way they're yeah. doing it, they really know how to train their people. And it's like, well, if you want to learn from those guys, then do it. Learn, maybe connect with Amazon and say, how do you train your people and show me how? Because the way they do yeah. customer service is absolutely day and night compared to other companies like um, T-Mobile. Have you heard of a, a clothes company called Bolden? You heard of them? Mm -mm. They are originally British, but they okay. they also they are also in America. And I remember um, this, this. It was just one man, literally one man. And then you know they grew and grew. But they were such tra trailblazers. I can't say that word, but I like saying that word. Isn't that fun? <laughs> I like the word trailblazers actually. <laughs> yeah, but it's like <laughs> a tongue twister, right? <laughs> yes. Trail blazer Laser. right yes yeah. and i absolutely loved them um because and their customer service was well they 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 do things like this 365 days uh you can return your wow yeah really? yeah i don't know if they still do it i haven't actually even i mean i'm i'm totally i'm i've completely changed i'm kind of i used to be a shopaholic Mm, let's call yeah not not like a huge one but as it, anyway it was feeling a void let's let's or i yeah, had the time yeah. let's just yeah and then i changed a few years ago so it's um i'm more towards minimalism yeah i'm not a minimalist but i do like 
the idea. Mm -hmm. So I'm, yeah. But you can afford to see a little bit. Habit, yeah. completely. I have changed. Yeah, basically. But I love Bowden and they are a great company. And um, also Marks and Spencer, they had credit cards as well. Mm -hmm. And they also had great customer service. So when you have the standard, you know, you measure everything against that. And that's when the problem starts. You say, Wee! yeah, <laughs> why can't you have that? You know, I believe, I, believe, yeah. I believe if those guys are capable to do this, then everybody else should be able to do that. The problem is, and I see is that when you do this and I've seen it with uh, another company, then I was a consulting person a couple of years ago. With those guys, they had a great customer service here in the U.S. and they decided to offshore everything. When you start to offshore because you want to save money, then the price you're paying to do the offshore, oh yeah, you're going to save the money, but that's not going to bring you back the quality. Mm -hmm. I remember when um, I was at Target, worked for Target in the mid-90s, um, their customer service, everything they did over there was coming from India. And... Um, they had great people in India because at that time, the people who were working over there were engineers, were people who had diplomas and they were not coming in the US yet. Then the people who work in those work on those um, uh, uh, call centers decided to come here in the US. So that's mean that left people who have no understanding of call centers and they were not trained, they did not know, and the quality of the people coming in and working with well, they changed dramatically, actually. It went from great quality to, I have no clue what you're saying and you have no idea what you're saying. You cannot even resolve my problem. You don't know you're lost. Huh. And this is what we got right now because a lot of mm -hmm. people are, the call centers for years started to move. They move those offshore because a lot of company went in India for the call centers, then they left India some are coming back in India, like I'm seeing, and the quality of the people working over there is not the one that was there 20, 30 years ago at all. They are not engineers. They are not people who understand. So they follow a script and they are not capable. They are not being, mm -hmm. being trained mm -hmm. very well because, again, it's based on how much money I can save. Instead, then using a call center in the U.S. where the training will be better, and do everything right they go offshore that's all it's mm. saving money so when they save money then yeah. you pay for what you got yeah mystery basically. shoppers in america mm -hmm. ah you were breaking up a bit um do you have miss um yeah i'm here can you hear me yeah okay is it me i don't know maybe no you're good do you have mystery shoppers in america yes they do but most of them are scam <laughs> oh, so really? we have to be careful yes what what do you mean by that Scammers does mean that yeah. uh, some of them will say, well, you can go to the store, you can start to pay for it, you give us the receipt, we'll reimburse you. And it never happened. Right. Because we had we had that all the time in uh, Marks and Spencers and it was completely legit. So, yeah. and we would get the results and we would look at it and then, yeah. So that was one way of monitoring our service. Yeah. You know. But well, that's the great things to do because at least yeah, it's unbiased. You never, you never know who's coming in the store. You have no idea. And that's that is unbiased and I love it. Um, here in the US, there is some mystery shoppers. I do know that some of the store are doing it, but some of them were weird because I read some of their mystery shoppers. So you're supposed to take picture. You're supposed to measure. You're supposed to do this. But nobody should be seeing you doing it. I'm like, well, how can you be a mystery shopper if you don't take your temperature? <laughs> I need to measure and do 
I'm like, it was very, very weird. I'm like, I've seen some of them. I'm like, okay, that sounds too far-fetched. And I'm like, I will not uh, even think about this one. But that was very, very weird on this one. It was like, oh my goodness gracious. So, but there is mystery shoppers. But again, here, you always have to be careful of um, what we call it, uh, the scammers. Scammers. Oh, okay. Because I'm curious to know, those mystery shoppers should have like an account, should have something that, you know, uh, because you get reimbursed uh, at the end of the day, but is they did they give them a credit card? Did they give them an allowance? How did they pay? I don't know. I'm, when when somebody said to me, "Well, you can be a mystery shopper and you pay for this," I'm like, "I'm not paying unless you give me a credit card that is not mine, uh, and I will buy." But otherwise, no. I think I think <laughs> they was it they, did they get vouchers or something? I don't know. If they can, I don't well, know. I don't know because yeah. I never I never became one I mean at one point I was interested but then I couldn't be bothered to fill out all the information and the data and all that you know too much hassle (laughs) but they they were advertising at some point yeah but we had no shoppers all the time and that that's that's to me it's very interesting but I'm like yeah as I said here in the US you have to be very careful with those scammers Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who pretend to be and you go and buy and buy and then you don't get reimbursed and it's just a pure scam so Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Well, here oh, it's, uh, you know, it's the right. Olympic Games here, so you have to be careful yeah. on yeah. what you do. Yeah. But as I said, customer service to me is um, it should be um, one of the pillar of every business and should be revisited uh, once a year at least and see how can they perform better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I said, billion dollar company. This is even like a it's so it's a big black hole being a billion dollar company and most of them their customer service are not up to the standards and that's too bad yeah it mm-hmm. is. yeah so what's next for you my dear because we talked a lot about customer service we talked about the weather we talked about customer service and <laughs> um yeah so um onwards and upwards and um just uh you know i'm i'm uh looking for people non-native speakers advise non-native speakers and my ideal client is someone who um, lacks confidence um, actually um, yeah I was my, my this recent client who just joined my program um, she was telling me how uh, when she speaks to her boss and I'm sure she won't mind me sharing this because uh, you know people can relate she feels like an ant when she talks to um, her boss and that was quite sad or you know but then somebody mentioned um, yeah yeah so I said so we, we had a we had a great uh, initial talk and uh, she was very excited to start my program and you know um, break and through those great. limiting beliefs and yeah. yeah and that helps a lot because uh, when you Oh, you're not a native uh, native speaker to start with. It makes it very challenging. I'm still, after being here for 25 years, have the same thing going on with some people. I don't understand you. I'm like, really? But let me say some few curse words. We'll see if you do. And then also, oh, you don't understand my curse word, but the rest you don't? Uh-huh, right. Oh, so, <laughs> you have to be bold. After a while, it's like, you know what? If you don't speak up and not be bold, then, then you go nowhere. You get nothing and you go nowhere. So, but... <laughs> 
it's nice to see that you can help people like that because you know a lot of people when they talk to their bosses are already scared i've seen it in the us you have to be confident even if you respect the person but you have to be confident it's not that easy for people when they talk to somebody who has a title who is above them they can be scared that you know if i say something wrong or whatever the deal is i'm not going to be heard or the communication is not go both ways so it's nice to know that you can help people who are non-native to really learn uh, English and really feel comfortable and confident to be able to speak. Again, I had been there. Yeah, mm -hmm. I had a boss um, when I was younger and then later we became friends. Um, but I always used to stutter, you know. I noticed such a change when I was uh, talking to him and it really started annoy annoying me after a while because I, I thought, why, why, why just with him? What is it? It's not my English, because my English hasn't changed all of a sudden. My English is the same as yesterday or five It's... minutes ago, right? So it must be something. Is he intimidating me? Yep. Am I a big, huge people pleaser? Is it because he's authority? Is it because... No, he, he, especially when he stopped being my boss and I used to go back and we, we would chat, you know, he's just the same person as anybody else. Maybe he has more money or he has more education. But that doesn't, that shouldn't change the way I talk, right? It does, because when you remove the word, uh, is not my boss anymore, that removes that barrier to be for the communication. And I think a lot of people are always afraid when somebody of authority who has a title above them, uh, they're afraid to communicate. I have seen it quite often and people, even native here, Mm. Are mm. afraid to talk, and I had people who were, I'm not gonna use the word je jealous, but envious to me about me because I would sit down and I look natural. I said, That doesn't mean because I display natural that I am comfortable, but I always speak up my mind. I always, you know, okay, you gotta, you gotta do it. It's like you gotta talk. And people yeah. are like, We're afraid because their um, uh, um, throat chakra were closed which is the communication because they're afraid to talk because to people tell them you know don't talk it's authority so you blah 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 you don't you don't argue with them or you don't uh, challenge the authority yeah. and stuff well like that's that. something that i bring yeah. i brought from my childhood so yeah. I, yeah exactly as you said it was like a conditioning you know yes it had nothing to do with with the person's english exactly. so that's when they start realizing hang on a minute i thought I needed more English or better English, yeah, but actually yeah. it's something else. So that's an exciting part of uh, what I do, actually. that's I'm very passionate about that, yeah. Well, that's wonderful. So people, if you want to connect with Andrea, I will put this in our description uh, of the podcast uh, for sure to connect with her if you're non-native and want to learn English and be more comfortable to be able to speak. Because I think... To anyone <laughs> yes exactly to be more comfortable to speak up and have a conversation regardless if you're talking to a boss to a friend to uh maybe a future boss to a prospect to a client to anyone then connect with andrea because you will at the end of the day feel comfortable in your skin to be able to talk because if like again like you said you know we may be more conscious about our accent the way we're talking now i could care less i don't give a crap i'm speaking if people don't understand then it's like, i don't understand well that's too bad put your translator. i turn around and i said put your translator on all right people just put your translator on oh, i slow no. down and we'll be just fine 
but it's like it's yeah, a mindset it's, it's a mindset yeah it is it's a mindset the listener's mindset uh, and that's also very important actually but you know what a client of mine did this week she wrote me an email she said i did it i can't believe i did it first time she sang nice she sang i didn't actually ask her to record it but she recorded it awesome. i was so humbled i was like this is awesome uh I felt like it was a gift, you know, because mm-hmm. if she, she's, yeah, she's wonderful. She's really just going for it. She said, I'm so motivated. And, and she said, no, 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 I can't sing. I can't sing. And then she actually sent me the recording of her singing. And I thought, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. That is wonderful. You know, this is yeah. the kind of testimony you want when you get feedbacks like that, that really empowers you to continue what you're doing. This is really encouraging. Yeah, the, all of the love and everything else you always need to know and it's like okay what I do has an impact a positive impact in the life of someone and yeah it's such rewarding to have these yeah. kind of feedbacks I love it very much so well my friend we will connect next month to see what's going on again Andrea's coming once a month and she doesn't know that but now no. she does she's looking at me like a deer like cutting a headlight and like what oh yes you're coming once a month Emma. what oh, I must so- talk to Christine I had a chat with Christine. We had a great chat. Oh. It turns out that we know someone. Can you see how dark it got as well? Can you see my- yeah, yeah, oh. I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's okay. Well, you know, it's evening on your side. Here it's just a morning. Uh, it's like 10, 15 in the morning right now. The sun is out there. It's beautiful. Do you, do you know what Christine said? She said you're actually quite picky about your uh, about who you do podcasts with. And I said, oh, okay. Maybe, um, well, I, I, I am. I want people when I'm doing things like that, like with Christine and others, it really brings something that a conversation that will really empower others, and that's what we have. So, I want to continue this. I don't want something superficial that doesn't make any sense and it's all commercial or blah blah blah. I want a deep, true conversation. Uh-huh. and honesty and authenticity because for me my podcast it's all about being authentic and this is what I love with us so that's why I'm like well too bad you're next year come back here next month she's <laughs> <laughs> like what the heck am I? <laughs> okay all right well uh, yeah it's like knowing what you're doing how are you doing and for people to know who you are it's free advertising I'm like it's free well, advertising right there all right so next for next time, I promise I'll prepare lots of testimonies, right? So great um, things that happen to my clients and people, right? Yeah, because that? we want we that want be to great. hear we want to hear about that because the result matters. And for me, people to come and connect with you, this is the kind of things they want to hear about because it's easy okay. to talk about what you do, but it's yeah. nice to hear how people are doing and show how they they can succeed like this uh young lady that you had this client of yours who recording herself very young lady okay here we go (laughs) so imagine for five minutes and if she can do that then you get more testimony talking about people who were able to negotiate contracts or talk to their bosses or do great things for customer service this is the kind of things that we want to hear because to me it has more impact on what you do and how you help others that to me is fantastic Mm, thank you i know so she's coming back next month we need to talk behind the scene about what's going on but thank you for listening so much thank you for joining me today on this beautiful friday um and i wish everybody to have a beautiful day thank you emma thank you for having me
You're welcome. Emma's Universe Podcast.